Hi everyone, David Harris with you here on Criminal Injustice, and it's time for Ask Dave. That's right, you spot a problem with the criminal legal system or some current event issue that is out there in our lane, you can ask Dave, and that is what our listener David from Skokie, Illinois, uh, did right here, and I'm about to try to answer his question. You, of course, can do this by going on our newly refurbished website. That's criminalinjusticepodcast.com. You scroll right down on the first page, and there's Ask Dave. Or you can call your questions in, 412-407-3389, and I'll give it a whack. So here we go. And what I really love about this particular question is that it follows on the heels of another question that I answered for Andy. Andy was our listener down in Australia. Andy asked about using felony murder, a felony murder charge, as a possible theory that might be used to charge former President Trump for the two killings of people in the Capitol insurrection on January 6th. You remember one of the rioters was killed by a police officer, and then a police officer was killed by the mob. And Andy asked whether felony murder could be the charging theory for somebody who was involved in that at the level of the former president. And I went through and I talked about felony murder and its origins and how legislatures and courts have spent decades and decades putting out new law and new cases that effectively limited the reach of the felony murder theory. And in the end, I thought it would not work in a situation like that. Well, this question from David and Skokie actually takes it a step further. And here is David's question. Hi, Dave. Great question and answer about felony murder. The same question came to my mind as well. Even if there is no possible prosecution on a felony murder theory, is there still a possibility of prosecution for aiding and abetting the insurrectionist? In essence, was the ex-president an accomplice? Regardless of the outcome of the impeachment trial, the House managers seemed to have proved a nexus, that is a connection, between the ex-president's words and actions and the criminal conduct in the Capitol. Is he, and he means here ex-president Trump, exposed to prosecution as an accomplice? Thank you. Again, as I said, great question. People out there are really thinking, and I can't help being thankful for somebody who listened so close that they came up with the next logical question. So if felony murder is the idea that if you commit a felony and somebody dies during the course of that felony, that even if that death wasn't intended, it is still first-degree murder, and there are all those problems that go along with that. Accomplice liability is related but different. It is often confused with felony murder. So let's talk about what accomplice liability is and whether it would fit this situation. Under general principles of criminal law, and I teach these every single year, including accomplice liability, under those general principles, uh, anyone who aids counsels, encourages, or assists another person 
in committing a crime is an accomplice and is just as guilty as the main offender. I said general principles, meaning that this is pretty much the law that applies everywhere. And that includes, I want you to know, the District of Columbia, where the ex-president's words, of course, were spoken. Um, So, uh, example, let's say uh, A and B decide to go out and rob the 7-Eleven. A is going to drive the getaway car and wait outside, and B is going to go in, point the gun, say, put the money in the bag, get the money, run out, get into the car, driven by A, and and they're both going to be driven away. If it all goes according to plan, A is just as guilty of the robbery as B. Even though A didn't go into the 7-Eleven and point the gun, um, uh, because A helped aided, encouraged, supported, you know, pick your word, uh, uh, B's actions to do the crime. Uh, uh, You know, B is not going to rob the 7-Eleven without knowing that B's getaway ride is outside, ready to be driven by A. Okay? So A is every bit as guilty as B, even though B is the only one who pointed a gun and said, put the money in the bag. A is part of the whole thing. A is helping B. Now imagine if B shot someone inside the 7-Eleven, even if that wasn't part of the plan. A, the getaway car driver, could still be on the hook for the shooting even, not just the robbery, but even the shooting under the law in many states because that shooting is a reasonably foreseeable event Um, in the course of an armed robbery. Now, uh, under D.C. law, the aider and abetter would not only have to intend to promote or facilitate the crime, the aider also has to actually do something that helps the main actor do it. All right, so it's not just that A wants to help, but must do something in order to help that has the effect of helping. And in the 7-Eleven robbery example... A does in fact help by standing by with the car, probably with the engine running, ready to help B escape with the proceeds of the robbery. Without A's help, B doesn't do the crime. B can't just run away on foot, probably. That wouldn't be a good way to get away. So essentially, the theory on display throughout the presentation of the impeachment manager's case, however it came out, uh, their theory was something like accomplice liability. All right, so notice how they kept calling ex-president Trump the insider in chief. All right, and when you go actually to the language of accomplice liability law in the District of Columbia, you look at the statute. It includes the words, and I'll read you the whole thing: all persons advising, inciting or conniving at the offense, or aiding or abetting the principal offender are guilty as accomplices. Ha! Right there. So if Trump incited the members of the mob and the members of the mob then committed felonies, uh, note that not all are charged as felonies, uh, but no matter the incitement, there provides actual aid, right? Actual help. Uh, 
Therefore, Trump would definitely be chargeable. I said chargeable. No, I have no idea whether anybody's ever going to charge this, but the accomplice liability theory would work, unlike felony murder. Now, during the impeachment, the prosecutors who were called impeachment managers, uh, they're working in a different world from what we would uh, see in criminal court. Because in criminal court, prosecutors would have to get to the very high bar of proving that the aid actually did uh, help, encourage, counsel, whatever you want to use, incite um, the people inside the Capitol who did the killing of the police officer, who attempted to get the vice president to hang Mike Pence, as we so memorably heard. All right, So they have to prove uh, to uh, the standard of beyond a reasonable doubt that the alleged accomplice here, ex-President Trump, uh, uh, not only intended to help them to incite them, but did in fact render aid and help through inciting. Um, and that'd be tough, I think, right? Um, the impeachment managers aren't using the beyond a reasonable doubt standard. They don't use that in an impeachment. No impeachment ever has because it's not a criminal process. It's not a civil process either. It's a political process. It's in the Senate, after all, for trial. But in criminal court, I think it'd be tough to prove the accomplice case, but not impossible, not impossible, all right? Um, the words that the president uttered in that speech, did they actually help, all right? Remember that his message seemed kind of general. He mixed in a few words about peacefulness and so forth. Uh, so even one juror in a criminal case can derail a case for the prosecutors and result in a hung jury. The managers of impeachment don't have to prove things to that level. But that's the general thrust of my answer. Accomplice liability, the idea of helping the main actor or actors here through aiding, counseling, encouraging, inciting, that could work if any prosecutor decided after impeachment to lodge criminal charges against ex-President Trump. He could be seen as an alleged accomplice to the people inside the Capitol who did the damage, who did the killing, who did the assaulting of various people in the building. That's it. Great question from David in Skokie, Illinois. Thank you. If you want to ask Dave your question about the criminal legal system or anything related, just go to our new website. That's criminalinjusticepodcast.com. On the first page, just scroll down and you'll see places you can type in your question. If you would want to do it on the phone, we welcome that. It's 412-407-3389. Uh, just leave us along with your brief question, your name, where you're calling from, uh, and that question, and we'll put it on the show if we can. Thanks very much. We are a listener-supported podcast. Go to patreon.com slash criminalinjustice. And I'm David Harris. I'll be back with you next time. <laughs>